Hello and welcome. This is the Nicholas Natalie Show. We have an absolute banger of an episode for you because we have a very special guest. The guest is me. I am the guest. The first time <laughs> ever being a guest on my own show, DJ Trev D is bringing it in with the heat, being the special host. I guess you can't be a special guest host. You can't have two guests. Anyway, DJ Trev D is a former guest on the podcast. He's now since upgraded as a DJ He's a UCLA grad, and most of all, he's an absolute stud and a great friend to me. Before we continue, I do want to mention that the Nicholas Itali Show is here to bring you life tips to live a more fulfilling life. We want to encourage you and also make you laugh. Those are our, our main mantras here, but we're also not here to ignore what's going on in this world. We would like to take a moment of silence and pay respect to George Floyd. Thank you. There's a few things that I have a hard time wrapping my head around, and one of them being the inability for people to see and value a human's life. And the only other thing I'm going to touch on with that is individual change brings societal change. So please reach out to people that don't look like you, start a healthy conversation, and try to understand the needs of communities that need to be heard. Back to it, nicholasitali.com. You can shop for all things merch related. We just threw up new polos we just threw up new tank tops and i'm very excited you guys are the first to hear about it so you can head there and use the nn show 20 for 20 percent off don't forget to leave a five-star review and become the reviewer of the week we're trying to get to 105 star reviews as fast as we can little webby llc at littlewebby.com is the sponsor for this week's episode they create the best darn custom software websites and mobile applications out there dm them on instagram at little webby llc and say we sent you for a free 30-minute consultation. The intern and John Benny both came up to me and they're like, hey Nick, can we get some paid vacation, a little PTO action? And I was like, of course, if you pay for it yourself. So this is not Mix and Mastered by John Benny and this is not the intern. This is Nick. Hello and welcome uh, to the Nicholas Natali Show. And I'm your host, Trevor Deluce. Some people call mm-hmm. me DJ Trev D, if you're a friend, if you're on the streets, you know me as (laughs) the white screwdriver, (laughs) the white screwdriver. That's my street name, bro. Hey, um, (laughs) I don't know, dude. Nobody calls me that. Hey, uh, we're so pumped. I'm so pumped because, uh, normally your host would be Nicholas Natalie, but for the first time in -hmm. his podcast shows history, he is the guest. What's up, Nick? How you doing, man? Oh man, this is crazy being on the other side. I, I, I'm starting to feel what guests are feeling, and it is anxiety and nervousness. It's all sorts of emotions. So I feel I'm as ready as I could be. Dude, we are so pumped to have you on the show. You know what I mean? Like, you know how I'm doing that? We're so pumped, bro. Dude, I'm I'm as amped as can be. Hey, dude, so this is a special episode, man, and it's not special because I'm here, but it's special because we're celebrating your 24th birthday here in quarantine fashion. That's right. So We're doing it big. And, and, and I'm your first guest host. and so That's right, I wanted, ever. I, ever, dude. So I wanted to know what kind of went into the thought process of like, hey, I'm going to select the white screwdriver i'm gonna select dj trevdy to do this thing well as soon as i heard that that was your name on the street i was like there's nobody else can do that you know (laughs) no 
I'll just leave it at that. There's too many, <laughs> too many directions that could go. <laughs> I thought it'd be, it. I thought it'd be great because I think uh, I am, not that I'm used to being in the host seat, but I really don't have much experience being a guest. You know, yeah. I really don't know what it's like being on the other side of questions. So, I wanted to know what it was all about, and who better than the white screwdriver? You know, I was like, <laughs> I gotta get him. The man himself, the man himself, dude. Um, I'm so so excited to be here. So excited to uh, to kind of just interview you, man, and ask you some questions. Uh, this is literally the best. This is the best. And so, because it's your 24th birthday, we're gonna talk a lot about some birthday stuff, man. But I kind of wanted to, to get it started. Um, just at the very beginning, man. Like you're turning 24, bro. So what's on your mind? What are you thinking? What's going through your head? Come on, talk to me. What's going on? Oh, man. What's going through my head? I kind of run on two cycles. The calendar cycle has a year of goals, and then the birthday cycle of, like, 23 to 24. What can I accomplish during this year? So, to me, it's kind of refining. I think as a 23-year-old, I was very wrapped up in... Like, I, I thought I was too old to do anything, which is yeah. so counterproductive to what my age actually is and I think by right. the end of being 23 I finally realized I'm young enough and capable enough to do anything that I'd like to do anything. and I think that yeah and I think that fear of like whether my age allows me to do things or doesn't allow me to do things it's all just fear of being just judging my own work and judging my own person of who I am so I think Moving it to 24, the first thing that's on my noggin is how do I tackle as much as I can without any fear whatsoever? You know, yeah. how do I go head first and just accomplish anything I want to do? That's what's on my noggin. That's it, dude. And I mean, it's your Kobe Bryant year, bro. It's your 24, your Kobe year, and you're about to be in your prime, dude. Like the prime of your life, I've heard, is like 24. To like 36 that's what wow wow so, heck of a range <laughs> you have a good solid 12 years where you're gonna make some big decisions man and so that's pretty that's pretty exciting your kobe bryant year i just wanted to want you to know that dude it's your kobe year i it's funny you say that i've been i mean since kobe's passing i feel like i've been looking more into some of the interviews that he had and i am I am very appreciative that his mindset was out there and influencing people the way it was because now when I look into who Kobe is, I didn't realize he was such a family man. And that yeah. inspires me quite a bit as somebody that is goal-oriented that you can still have that at such a high priority and still perform to the highest level. So I, I agree, do. man. We're in the prime of our lives. Well, you're in the prime of your life. I'm still in the early stage, so don't. You're working in toward the yet. prime of your life. <laughs> I'm, all, <laughs> I'm almost there, dude. So, uh, hey, man, I, I I wanted to play a quick game with you, just to kind of you know release some of the tension that you may have as a guest. So I this, love that. this this is what we're gonna we're gonna do. I have two games prepared, so just in case you need some extra time of, of releasing the tension. Uh, Please the release first my one, tension. The first one. <laughs> We're gonna call we're gonna call it quick answers, which may or not may or may not be kind of a rip off of a Jimmy Fallon a Jimmy Fallon game. But nonetheless, 
it's renamed, rebranded, and good for the NN Nicholas Natalie show. Okay, so that's right. Here's what here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna ask you some random questions, and you have seconds. The first thing that pops in your head, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, you just say it. Okay, whatever on your whatever's on your mind. It's all a right. dangerous game. I like it. It is. It is, dude. We don't. You bring on the. You bring on the white screwdriver. You're yeah. not playing. All right. You're not playing. Yeah, you go anywhere. All right, dude. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Just random questions, bro. All right. Number me. one. I'm, I'm... Which dog is the best? Uh, definitely not a corgi. How um, long is your nose? It's probably two and a half. What shirt do you want me to buy? Oh, the Burb Life sweatshirts. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is the name of the teacher? The teacher? The teacher. Uh, my second grade teacher. Um, her name was Mrs. Watson. <laughs> Why second grade out of all of them? All right, you're allowed to describe Trevor in three words. What are they? Um, obviously, handsome, trustworthy, and enthusiastic. Oh, I like that. That's really good. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. All right, now we're going to transition into uh, into a time of getting to know Nick a little bit more. So now these questions are going to be a little bit more personal, all right? You still ready? quick, though. Still quick. Still quick. Still quick? You've had a warm-up. Right. Now you're ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite mm-hmm. word? Uh, baloney. What is, <laughs> what is a weird sound you make often? I go, ooh. <laughs> what are you not very good at? I am bad at reading people's emotion. Well, you should probably get better at that one. <laughs> <You should. Yeah. laughs> I thought about it. You should get better at that. We need to, Thank you. We need to help yeah, you yeah. on that one. <laughs> if, you, if you had a baby boy, what would you name him? Um, a Shabbi. <laughs> is that a Bible name? Where is that from? It is a Bible name, yeah. He's, Old Testament? He's, <laughs> it is Old Testament. He's the guy that, they're, I think it's like, it's when David is going to infiltrate Saul's camp, and he's the only guy that's, like, trying to start a fight the entire time. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Oh, what is the name of your first kiss? Name of my first kiss? Yeah. Like like the event itself, what was it named? <laughs> yeah, what was it named? It was named uh, the, the unclimactic, unclimactic event. The unclimactic event. All right, we'll get into that a little bit later. What is the last gift? What is the last gift you gave someone? Last gift I gave someone. I gave my mom a succulent for Mother's Day. Nice. And what's your favorite Bible verse? Favorite Bible verse: Colossians. What is it? Three twenty-three. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a classic. Can't go wrong. Can you quote Can't it? Uh, work for the Lord, and not for yourself. That's a wow. paraphrase. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Hey man, you just did so well. You just provided provided Whew. everybody with a little bit more information. How do you feel? Is the tension gone? It's gone, but I'm not sure how honest it was. It was just quick. You know. <laughs> it was just quick. I'm not <laughs> I am kinda learning a lot about myself. I'm not sure if baloney's actually my favorite <laughs> word, but that's what came out, you know. Dude, I wanna know how that came into your head, bro. <laughs> the first thought you were like baloney, dude. That cracked me up. I had a I had a baseball coach who uh, was trying to take me out of the game when I was 11 years old. And I looked at him and I said, this is Bologna. And he said, what? And I said, baloney. <laughs> and that was it. This I don't know. So Bologna. that's why it came to my mind. That's how white people cast, dude. This is Bologna. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bologna out here. At least give me some ham.
There's, there's bologna ham. I don't know. Give me some, give me some ham. Dude, that's awesome, bro. I actually don't know. Like, I didn't even know where sausage came from. I knew it came from a pig. The other day, I asked my mom. I was like, Mom, what part of the pig? Like, have you ever thought about this, dude? Like, what part, even like a ham, what part of the pig is that? So I looked it up. Do you know what part it is? Oh, gosh. Do I want to know what part it is? Dude, every Christmas, we get together and we eat ham. I don't know if you eat ham, but I do. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's the pig's hind leg. Did you know this? Nothing no. made me want to go vegan more <laughs> than than learning that information. Oh, just crazy. Gosh. Not even the propaganda videos that they were pumping on Netflix for a little bit. You could be a not vegan even, powerhouse. Not even those, dude. Dude, oh, I've man. never once, never once, I've been at UCA for four years, people just jamming it down your throat. I've never once wanted to go vegan. You know that's a saying, right? Like, how the sausage is made? Like, that's that's one of those things that you just kind of don't want to know. It's like, it's the same thing as that guy who went out and like, ate at mcdonald's for for three months Mm. or whatever and then recorded it like you're gonna find what you're looking for bro (laughs) (laughs) just stop being dumb dude you Um, already know the answer before you even start no exactly exactly so i i I don't know dude i don't know if you've ever wanted to be vegan but i was listening to to your other shows uh your last your last show i believe her name was megan she's vegan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. dude incredible interview Thanks, man. I, I actually did try vegan for a little bit, if I'm being honest. Did you? I tested, well, I went, I went like 85% vegan, you know? Yeah. I cut out everything, but I had meat once a week. I, I didn't want to totally get rid of it. Because then you don't want your system to be messed up later. I, I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. When you eventually return, you were, you were a part-time vegan. That's I just wanted to test it. I didn't want to go, just, yeah, I didn't want to yeah. commit. No, yeah, you didn't want to. You didn't want to eat salads for the rest of your life. I get it, man. You would have been living at Olive Garden Italian restaurants. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so <laughs> Hey. So we wanna play we wanna play another game with you, man. I went through just let me just say hours. Hours of of just time investing to make this the best birthday podcast we could possibly make it, okay? And I wanted to do it in a time frame that wasn't two hours long like our last time that we recorded. <laughs> so i'm like dude i don't think anybody's gonna listen to another two hours um, i don't know We've got some pretty <laughs> solid vibes going on right now could be people could be picking up the vibes you're right you're right you're true um so so here's the thing dude i went through you're 24 years old not mm-hmm. to keep on repeating it but yeah, i went dude you're gonna make me feel old again don't <laughs> <laughs> i went through hours of of time investment to find your number one hit song for every year that you've been you've been alive to starting from 1996 all the way to 2019 and so today uh i am willing my gift to you is i am willing to send you a five dollar starbucks gift card via venmo your next coffee (laughs) If you can, if you can guess the songs that I'm about to hum for you, which come from your birthday special number one hit for the last 17 years of your life, 24 years of your life, we're gonna do five. If you can get, no, we're gonna do six. If you could, if you could get four out of the six, I will send you this 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 gift card money. Does that make sense? 
It makes sense. I am you intrigued to the max. Yes, Are you absolutely. ready? Have you ever looked this up before in your life? No, not in my life. <laughs> All right, good, because it takes a lot of time not to keep throwing that in you in, in there, but I just wanted to know that. I, I get you. it, man. I get it. Okay? I love you All so right. much. <laughs> All right, bro. So this comes. I'm going to give you the year, and then I'm going to hum the song. Okay? I'm going to play it on my phone in my, in my AirPod. Um, this comes from... Uh, <laughs> this comes from... 2010. You ready? I'm ready. You got to get four out of the six. Oh, man. Oh, it's Eminem. All right, what's the song called? <laughs> Holla if you ever yeah, you got it. Not afraid, road. bro. Yeah, not, not afraid. afraid. There's one. number one, 2010, bro. That I'm was the number that one was on good. your birthday, dude. That's like one of Eminem's most famous songs. I think I you could probably me? still rap it. I mean, right, dude. Embarrassingly, <laughs> try it. Go not ahead. not try live. It. Not live. Try all right, it. try it live. <laughs> There's a whole a whole nother section. <laughs> all right, dude. You ready? This comes. Mm-hmm. You got one. Three more. Uh, this comes from 2005. Mm-hmm. All right, so get your mind in the 2005s. Ooh, we're going way back. All right. All right, what is it, bro? Oh, dude, it's there. <laughs> it's right there? <laughs> it's right there. Oh, uh, Holly Rat Girl. Holly you got it, dude. Gwen Stefani, oh, that was tough. bro. 2005, dude, like every white girl ever requests that song when I DJ at UCLA parties. So, still a bop, dude. It are you kidding me? Like, that was number one on your birthday. Like, you don't get much better than that. All right, no doubt. Am I right? You got two, dude. You need two more, and you get this gift card from uh, (sighs) from me. All right, you feeling good? I'm, yeah, I'm feeling you need two out of the the third quarter. So, you need two out of the four. Here we go. This one should be this one should be easy for you. All right, what is it? That's yeah, that one. I'm just gonna take the big, fattest, hugest, <laughs> massive, most colossal L on. I I have no idea what era were we in. Was that the 1800s? <laughs> Dude, we were in. I forgot to tell you. That's why 2014, bro. Oh shoot! There you go. I Dude, my guess I is thrift even... shop. I don't know. By Macklemore. Yeah. No, dude. All right, I'll give you one more shot. Here we go. I'll sing the chorus this time. <laughs> I'll sing the chorus this time. Oh, you were going a verse, dude? <laughs> yeah, I was doing a verse on you, bro. I forgot that it began with a verse. Like, every song right. ever begins with a verse. All right, here we go. Hit me. <laughs> 2014. Just get your head there. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, here we go right here. Cor- uh, chorus right here. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. My mind wasn't <laughs> in the right it. spot. That's why. You're right. You you're got right. it, dude. I, you were in the 1800s for some reason. <laughs> no, you weren't born back then. <laughs> I don't know how you got back there, bro. I was envisioning you playing a harp. That's why I was completely, <laughs> completely distracted. You were off, uh, off the chains, dude. All right, hey, you got, you got three out of the four. Wow. And you need one more, and then you're, you're a winner, dude. You need okay. one more. Oh gosh. All right, is... you get three more shots. You get, you need one more. This one comes from 2019. It's very oh, recent. Very yeah. recent. This is your 23rd hit song right here. All right. Mhm. Mhm. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's gotta be old town, baby. That old town. Dude, old town road, bro. Congratulations, Nick Natalie. Your twenty fourth birthday. You get a five dollar gift card from me, man. Congratulations. I appreciate that. You know, dude. You you know. You know what. Here's the crazy thing. <laughs> Not to interrupt you. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. I don't actually have $5 for you. But if you give me a month and a half, if you, if you loan me 10 sorry, I'll give you 5 I spent it all. The quarantine's got me going crazy, man. All my DJ gigs got canceled, bro. Ooh. Dude, you know, yeah. you've had... I was As I was researching this, I was also looking at, at some of my own. Dude, my hit songs in January are not even close to your hit songs in May, bro. What do you got? Dude, I've got, like, nothing. Seriously, I don't know really any of the songs, except for I think it was, like, Lose Yourself. I think it was one of them. Oh, there you go. That's a classic. You got, listen to this, bro. Living La Vida Loca, dude. Everybody knows that song. You watch Shrek, you know that song. Oh, oh, yeah. I know it. It's the only reason I know it. I'm a die-hard Shrek fan. I listen to that in my own swamp. I got a replica set up in my burb. (laughs) <laughs> it takes up it takes up one fourth of your space <laughs> that couch I actually just lift it up and then there's a swamp under it and sometimes I'll dip my feet in after a long day the flies will come out and I'll chew on them as snacks a long day of hard work bro <laughs> listen to live in la vida loca <laughs> dude you had you had see you again by Wiz Khalifa bro in 2000, 2015 oh, dude. ooh that's oof that, that was gonna right be there, next man that was going to be next. And then you had One Dance by Drake, your 2016 banger. I am so thankful. Those are all so super popular. It gave me a shot Dude, to actually get them right. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, my word. So, hey, I'll send that uh that $5 your way. How you feeling now, man? You feeling comfortable? You feeling vibed? I, yeah, I definitely feel vibed. My, <laughs> You vibed me to my core, Trev. I'm, I'm as comfortable as you can get. I'm like... I'm like a sick patient at a hospital, you know? I'm, ma- I'm meant to be there. I'm meant to be right here. <laughs> this is your purpose in life, bro, is to be right here. I actually well, feel like maybe that comment was insensitive because <laughs> of the COVID crisis, but I'm going to... I tried to skate past it. I tried to <laughs> yeah, skate past it. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I tra- you, you brought it back, though, dude. That is so funny, bro. Well, hey, man, I want to know your favorite memory, your favorite memory from this past year, your 23rd year. When you when you look back and you think about all the things that you've done and you've done a lot, I could tell looking at your Facebook. What's your favorite <laughs> memory, dude? My favorite memory of being yeah. twenty three. Yeah. Wow. That is an absolute banger. 
the best part about being asked like what's your favorite memory is like that moment when you can't think of any memories it's my absolute favorite <laughs> i knew what i was gonna put you on the spot yo everybody we had this is a completely genuine completely like i didn't send him the questions beforehand this is nick's own thinking in the moment right now so you're getting 100 percent real nick natalie you know i had a couple good moments uh I think one that was really telling, um, you know what, yeah, one that was really telling is like landing our first client with Little Webby. That was yeah. really, that was a pretty exciting moment. I mean, granted, they haven't signed on the dotted line yet, but yeah. it's going to yeah. happen. It's going to yeah. happen. Um, but that's like, it's, I, I don't know, when I was a young man, a younger, younger boy, I always envisioned kind of like having an entrepreneur route and finally yeah. landing a client with an actual business setup, with an LLC, doing things right and having a team. That was really rewarding, you know? It, it felt huge. good. That's huge, dude. And so, I like, what kind of went into that, man? Like, you're just kind of thinking, dude, I want to start this, this, because you obviously studied it in college. So, you go, man, I want to start this, uh, this own, this, my own little business right here. Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I studied software engineering, but for me, it's always like, you know, it's always about the people. So my, what I think I'm most skilled at is running, like leading a team and also working with people and finding solutions for them. Yeah. And finally, that's like you, I got to create that role for myself. You know, if you create a yeah. business, you kind of get to choose what job you do. Granted, it's not full blown yet, but still in this project, it's very rewarding to be able to say, Hey, I have these two guys on my team. I'm getting to learn about what motivates them, where they want to go with their goals, and I'm a part of that process to help them get there. That's yeah. super rewarding. And then there's yeah. the client on the other side that has this problem coming to us that says, hey, you're the subject matter expert. We need a solution. You say, hey, I'd love to make you a solution. And then you do it. I mean, granted, it's not always as happy as it sounds right now, but there's a lot of fulfilling moments in there, seeing people grow, seeing the project grow. It's really good. Yeah, 100%. Now, where did it where did this kind of love for leadership come from? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, probably from just having a love for people, you know? Yeah. Cuz I th think oftentimes we feel like pain, we feel like we're not loved, we don't feel like we have somebody there for us. But if you have a strong leader, and I've had some strong leaders in my life that made me feel valuable and worthy and cared about the things that I cared about and helped me get to where I want to go. And that yeah. completely changed my life. And I think I'll often in today's day and age, we don't have as many leaders that are pushing against the herd mentality of society. You know, right. like many a days we're all chasing clout, but is clout really what you're trying to get after? Is that really what's going to fulfill you at the end of the day? And I think leadership is saying, here's where culture's going. And I'm here to say I got something better for you, you know. Wow. And I and whatever it is that you like to do, I'm gonna walk alongside you and help you get there and grow with you. So that's probably where it comes from, just the love for people. Well, I I, I love that, dude, because what you're talking about right now, uh, I, I basically what I did, what I I wanted to do, I love doing this um, in preparation <laughs> for for dude your day, man, your birthday, bro. I reached out to to a couple friends, man, just to see what do they think about Nick Natalie. 
Wow. That's yeah, insane. Insane, bro. Absolutely Dude. insane. So here's what here's what some people t- uh, and I love that we're talking about leadership because I'll I'll read you. I have a ton of them, but I'm gonna read them throughout the podcast as we kind of interweave through our conversation. But the first one comes from uh, from Brock Brock Davis. Uh, I interviewed a, <laughs> a ton of a ton of people from our baseball team, bro, and I wanna I wanna talk yeah. about that for a minute. But I said, man, what do you love about Nick Natale, bro? And he said the leadership that he has, his courage, and his humility. Favorite memory of him as our team captain. He always went out of his way to make sure everyone was always mentally okay and good to go. Now, dude, this is kind of what we're talking about. So then I reached out to Caleb Bryant, our center fielder. Mm -hmm. And he said he's an incredibly strong includer who always knows how to make people feel welcome and cared for. So... Talk to me about that, bro. Where does that kind of where does that love for 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 reaching out to people come from, man? For looking out for maybe the people that that are overlooked, people that aren't seen, people that aren't heard. Where where does that kind of passion come from? Man, those are really nice things to say. Uh, I think some of it comes from like we've all felt it to some degree. You know, we've all felt not being included. Uh, I think it, it's a lot of it, n- not that it particularly happened to me, but I think when you're young and you, have you ever hang, hung out with three people before and you're a young kid and you don't really know how to handle social situations. So there's always two that buddy up and there's one that's always left out. Yeah. I think some of it comes from that. Like every social situation has a moment where somebody could not be included and that always sucks. Yeah. So I think for me, it's like. Because then it, it changes your whole psyche, you know? Like, do these people even care about me? Why am I even here? Do I even deserve to be here? What type of person am I to even try to think that I could show up to a place like this? Yeah. I think that changes it, the whole dynamic. So I think that's, that's probably it. where inclu- inclusivity comes from. No, that's it. I'm, I'm right there with you. And and so this is obviously in the context of, of baseball. And uh, for everybody that doesn't know, Nick was like a five-star athlete, dude. Like you were, you were just through the roof. Like, what did you play? You played basketball. You were starting shooting guard. Basketball, yeah, yeah. Basketball, baseball. I want to take us back to the high school days, bro. Just for a second, like you can. This is our the glory days, bro. This is, this is the greatness, the greatness of high school. So you played basketball. You played baseball. You were starting then pitcher. I ran cross country for a little bit. Yeah. You did cross mm-hmm. country. Are those where those abs came from, bro? Where did those oh, things come from? <laughs> well, they're long gone, but maybe. <laughs> Is that the one of the cons to the burbs? To the burb story? Oh, malnutrition. Kinda, yeah. They just kind of went away, dude. It comes and goes. It's like it's a weird because with the burb, it's like some days or some period of time you'll have like three months where you get to smash the gym every day, and then there's like three months where you can barely take a shower. It's very <laughs> weird. Dude, I don't even know. I take like I told you this in the last podcast, like three showers a day, bro. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I'm a dirt bowl. That's it. how I got a swamp. You're, that's why you're just a, you're just you swamp lover, man. Just wow. Well, hey, man. So do you remember? Uh, this was one of my my. I, it's a super sad moment, but one of my favorite memories between us is mm-hmm. uh, is our last high school baseball game that we got to play together. Then mm-hmm. we just. We were up, what was it, 5-2? Yeah, 
Five two, baby. Five two, and do you remember this? Do you remember those? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. Five it hit me, two hit me though. In the top of the sixth inning, man, we had two innings left, and we were a game away from the championship. And I don't think me and you have ever like really got to sit down and talk about this. And so I, w- I wanted to, on your twenty fifth birthday, just kind of vent. Let's do it. Some, just, just vent with you, man. So, dude, what happened, bro? How did we lose that game? We were a game. We were a game away from the championship, man. <sighs> How did it happen? Um, <laughs> what happened, dude? Do you ever think I, about it? <laughs> I think about it all the time. Yeah, um, I think it's a lot of factors. I, for me, I remember the previous game. I had a really good game pitching, but yeah, I dude. also remembered I warmed up for like forty-five minutes before and threw gas like as hard as I could for forty-five minutes before the game even started. And I remember I came into the sixth very cold and i was just trying to make it over the plate i remember that was very <laughs> that was very well, tough dude, you threw like a basically a no hitter didn't you that game beforehand yeah yeah and that's oh, i think that's a i learned a lot from that game if i'm being honest i was reading a book on the way up to that game it was the four hour work weeks classic but he has a metaphor in there and he's referring to baseball to business but it was very literal for me in that time and it was something along the lines of like why why swing for a single when you could swing for a home run or everybody wow. else is swinging for a single so you might as well swing for a home run something like yeah. that like there's not very many people aiming high so might as well shoot high and i remember yeah. i set a goal for that game to strike out 21 players and wow. i remember i struck out 17 but i was so disappointed in myself and that was such a weird feeling to <laughs> Play the best game I've ever had and feel so down about it because I didn't reach a goal. That is crazy. Very but back to your original question, why we yeah. lost? Man. Meant to be, maybe. Maybe I don't, I, dude. I don't know. What did you, what did you take from that experience, man? Because for for those of you that are listening right now, that was such a horrifying ending to be up five two with six outs left, and. One game away, your senior year, dude. Like, I was just balling the entire way home. So what did you take from that that maybe you even apply to today in today's context? Mm, I think I take the whole season more than I take that game. Um, Because that, I still think on that season as like, I've never been in a team environment that's been as close-knit, has been as gelled, has been as like, so same focus, like same goal at hand and everybody contributing 100% yeah. and playing the roles. So I think I take more of like the good stuff than I take out of that one loss. It would have been great to win the championship, but I think it may have been meant to be. You went on and won the the next year, you know? Dude, I used that motivation. I, I, don't, I don't know if I told you, but I used that loss for like I worked out harder than I've ever worked out in my life that that year that we ended up winning but I, I would write your guys' names all of your the seniors names on my arm dude in some of those senior games and I would wear like an armband and I just told myself like man we gotta win for these guys bro because it was just such a heart-wrenching heart-wrenching yeah. loss dude and so I, the reason why I bring that up is because everybody a, a lot of the people that I talk to they just talk about how incredible of a leader you are and how you build such good team chemistry and even in the midst of, of losing or you go on and win, 
kind of what you're saying, what matters most is the team, is the chemistry with the team. And so now that you're 24 years old, right, you you obviously are killing it um, in every facet of your life. Kind of tell, tell us maybe a little bit of some leadership topics or some leadership ideas that you have, how to build a successful team, how to build a successful uh, maybe even friendship circle, if you want to go into that. Like, what is it about relationships that, that you kind of do so well that other people can learn from? Whew. Love the question. Um, I'd probably say intentionality and reliability. Those are probably the biggest things. Um, like, I think a lot of... I think there's a few things, and as... A leader, what I try to do is I don't try to tell people what to do, you know. I try to figure out what their strengths are, figure out what they like to do, and then put them or set them up in a position where they can excel in those environments. I don't ever yeah. want to I don't ever want to put somebody that I know is going to be bad in a, an environment and then stick them in there and expect them to do well. Um, right. But I also don't, yeah. Um, and as far as friendships go, I think your word means a lot more than we realize it does. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't make promises all that often because I know I'll keep them. You know yeah. what I mean? If I right. get in a jam, I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep it. Yeah. And I think I think the other thing is, like, kind of redefining what love is. So if I, to me, in my mind, how I kind of quantify love, and if I tell someone I love them, yeah, I am willing to do whatever it takes to like ensure they're okay you know that doesn't wow. mean i'm ensuring their happiness that means i'm fully invested in this friendship and in this relationship whatever it is until there's nothing left you know like we're yeah. in this so that's probably a really big one that i try to hone in on and does it does it take a long them. time for you to say i love you it does yeah it does well just because it's so meaningful so intentional you know like people say all the time people come and go but i'm not the type of guy that lets people go you know yeah. you came into my life i want i want the best for you i want to see right. how successful you can be and i'm the type of guy that's going to push you to get to that point in your life or wherever yeah. you want to go and i think something that's terrible about this culture that we're currently in is nobody's really happy for each other yeah. my goodness there's enough success to go around man there really is. is. Like, I've never felt, and I think sports has probably helped with this quite a bit, but I've never really felt like just because someone else is doing well, that means I can't do well either. I've never felt that yeah. way. No, that's it, man. That's the truth. That's the truth. And, and people see that in you, and I think that there's a level of authenticity, too, that you hold yourself in. Um and so I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you this. This comes from uh, from your boy Chandler, bro. Oh shoot! Uh, second baseman, second baseman of our baseball team, dude. Good friend. He says, no matter when I see Nick, whether middle school baseball, senior year, or parts uh, when I got to see him in college, he's always true to himself. And the best part is that he knows and he chases his dreams and puts his efforts into it every day. He's quirky and a friend that I am incredibly thankful for. Dang. So I think Chandler hit something on you, man, and we just kind of want to celebrate it, dude. I want to talk about it. Your authenticity, your 
your choice to be transparent with who you really are. Your choice to be Nick Natale no matter where you, wherever you go, man. Where does that come from? Where does it I'm hitting come you with from? some deep questions, bro. You don't yeah. bring the screwdriver on and not <laughs> be ready for some deep questions. Yeah, no, I like it. I'm just trying to process everything. Um, I think for me, it's always kind of been I've known there's there's a time where we're not going to get to do the things we want to do anymore. Yeah. You know? And like you said, our prime is 24 to 36. Let's say it is. <laughs> That's a pretty short amount of time in retrospect, you know? So if you got a day or a second that goes by, and this is not me saying I don't have insecurities and I don't have doubts about myself. That's I'm not saying that at all. But I'm also saying that each day that you have, and if you know your dreams and where you're trying to go, why not chase them? You know, like we can be, we could be scared of what people think of us. We really can be scared. But what, what good is that? Most of the time people are more concerned about themselves than there are thinking about making fun of you. And at least in my life, I know some people have probably experienced this much worse than me, but nobody's ever come up to my face and said, I don't like what you do. I don't like who you are. I don't like what you're doing. Yeah. And that's the biggest game changer. Like most people, the worst thing they're going to do is maybe unfollow you. That doesn't hurt my feelings. If you're not here for the ride, if you're not here to see me continue forward, yeah. sayonara, man. Like I'm just going to keep doing the things that I got to do to make it. That's and it. the other thing I think is really important, touching back on leadership a bit, I, I really think that many times the most secure person in the room carries the most influence. Wow. So if you are really rooted and you know who you are, you you can influence anybody, really. You yeah. know? That's that's the fact of the matter because other people are so inwardly focused anyway that if yeah. you come in, and it's a great place to build people up. It really is. That's it. That's it. Dude. That's it. And and you do you do that incredibly well. I'm going to read you another one. This comes from Marcel. You played basketball with him. I did. And he said, my favorite memory of Nick was when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, and I was on the basketball team. I was still new and trying to figure it out. But he made me feel like I was a part of something really dope. I felt like I was finally a part of some type of family. And so your authenticity... I think is so what's so brilliant that I've kind of seen from you is everything that you have is about others. It's about other people. You want to include other people. You want to bring in other people. You want to invest in people. I mean, the reason why you started your podcast, I heard, because you wanted, I heard in, in one of your things, you wanted to start meaningful conversation. So not to get too emotional, but um, man, what is it? What is it about other people that, that just drives your passion? Oh your man! Passion to move, your passion to go. What is, you know, kind of help us, help us, in like, not not only where does that come from? Because I feel like you've you've talked onto that, but maybe even how do you sustain it? How do you sustain it when you're, like, in the burb, dude? When you're working twenty four seven? When you're always busy? Like, I feel like right now, um, in this quarantine situation, people, people, you're either on one side of the spectrum. You're either really really busy still. Yeah. Or you're just not that busy, and people are like, "Dude, what do I do with all this time?" So, 
you know, in the normal day-to-day life, whatever we get back to normal, um, how do you sustain that passion for people? How do you continue to move even though you're tired? How do you continue to reach out, continue to love others, continue to bring them in, build them up? How do you do that? Hmm. I think it's, it's a it's an accumulation of things. I think the biggest thing first is, <laughs> like, God has, you know, loved me first, for sure. And that's that's what I am trying to replicate to other people. Yeah. Like, the reliability of, I'll never be as reliable as God, I'm not saying that. But you know what I mean? Like, I am trying to emulate how God's love would be to somebody else, and that matters to me. And I think some of it also stems from like, I've been at a place in my life where I've felt like I don't matter. And I'm finally at a place in my life where I know every single day matters. Yeah. And I want other people to know every single day for them matters too. Wow. So I think that's, that's where it stems from. The effort aspect, I think it also kind of reverts back to like, I'm always understanding that if I'm not putting in this work to <laughs> let people know they're loved, it may not happen. And that might be a placebo effect of pressure that I don't need to put on myself, but I feel that way, you know? Because if somebody's not getting love and I have the power to do it, why not? Why not put the extra effort into doing it? Yeah. Jeez, no, that's... I, I think that's it, man. Like... That's it. I heard a preacher say one time, he said, relation, and I think Jesus said it first, to be honest. What he said, <laughs> relationship is success. And so if you have the vertical relationship and the horizontal relationship down, you're successful. And so I kind of feel like that that goes in kind of with what you're saying, man. Um, Jesus said, you know, if you love me, you'll keep my, my, my commandments uh, to yeah. love others and love God that's a successful life that blows me away because people people testify it about you man you're turning 24 and for the longest time the reason why i wanted to kind of reach out to high school people was number one i knew them so i can't reach out to any of like college friends (laughs) but dude from from high school to till now you have the same reputation you have the same man it's just it's just you're just nick you're authentic you're consistent nick and i feel like that's a very 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 special part about who you are I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. And I I think, I still don't think I've found my exact role in this world. I'm not saying I got this on lock by any means. Like, I struggle more days than I don't. But I definitely am saying that each person that is listening to this has a purpose and was created by God and the gift of life is so very precious that you I'm not saying don't waste it, but I'm saying be so grateful for it that you woke up, you know? You're here. You did it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And and uh, I want to talk a little bit about some of your dreams. So you, what you're doing right now, just kind of walk us in. You're, you have Lil Webby. Mm-hmm. You have this podcast. Mm-hmm. You have uh, your job still. I do, yeah. You Are you still living in the burb to this day? I'm still living into the burbs to this day. That is a dream to get out of the burbs soon. <laughs> dream is to get out of the burbs soon. So, dude, I saw this. I saw this on your Facebook, bro, and it made me. I think it. It. I had a venture of emotions. Uh, you were an actor. 
in a uh, in in this trailer mm-hmm. or a movie, bro. And yeah. uh, you brought it, dude. You brought the house down. And so, uh, you know, if you could do anything, would it be an actor? Would you want to go into Hollywood? Uh, I yeah, I would really enjoy acting. I've been training for in acting classes for like a year and a half now. So I think for me, maybe more so on the talk show side, just because I think it'd probably be a little more fun. But there, I love film so much. So definitely being an actor would would help it. But I also think that stems from my desire to create. You know, I've been making those videos since I was a kid. Yeah. So the only next translation from making digital content is more traditional. So I think that's that's definitely on one of my dream lists. Dude, who's your favorite talk show host? It's got to be Fallon. But I'm starting to respect Conan as well. I think he's very skilled. Really? Conan? Now that is a uh, that's an under-the-radar pick, bro. It is. I just think I never thought he was going to be funny, but every time I watch his video, he gets a chuckle out of me. What about, uh, what about Corden? He's one of my favorites. Really? I like him. What do you love about Corden? Dude, just the, uh, you know what I love? I literally watch it all the time is the, uh, the one where he has those really disgusting foods. Oh, that one's really good. Yeah, that's really good. Hilarious, bro. I've never been into carpool karaoke. Yeah, but that one didn't do it for me either. That one doesn't do it for me, but everything else, dude, he's just a genuinely, like, funny guy, bro. Did you see the thing that he went out uh, with Kevin Hart? He went out to go work out with Kevin Hart at Venice Beach. Did you watch this? I haven't seen that one, no. Dude, hilarious, bro. Kevin Hart's your man. You love Kevin Kevin Hart. Hart, Dude, that's my guy, seriously. If, like, if I could hang out with anybody in ever, it would be Kev. It would be Kev Hart. Putting that one on the list. Dude, if I make it up is, there, dude, I'll set something up. <laughs> bro, you better, man. I don't even, like, dude, that would be incredible. Uh, he's just so funny, bro, so relatable. One of the hardest workers, I think, yeah. in, in the business today. Yeah, um, he grinds. Dude, he definitely absolutely grinds. grinds, bro. So I was on the subject of grinding, dude. I'm, I'm in an adventure of my life where I'm starting to get more mature in, in like, kind of what I give hours to, what I start to do, mm-hmm. um, maybe even when I wake up. Talk to us about your 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 regimen. When do you wake up? What do you do? Oh, man, it's changed. Quarantine has changed my, my, whole, my whole scheme these days. Yeah. But uh, I'm starting to find more time in the morning to do things like I'll do a – I. Before I do anything, like before I go to work, I always try to have at least three hours of getting to do the things that I'd like to do. And that's important to me because I always have felt that if I am, if I wake up for my nine to five job, shouldn't I prioritize the things that I actually like to do before that? So now I always try to get up well before to do, to do those things because it's, Here's the thing. It's like, for me, something that I hate is being controlled. I hate being controlled. I don't care if it's finances and especially time. That's the most precious thing. So if my job is trying to control me and say, you have to be here at these hours, you better believe I'm going to find some hours to do the things that I like to do. So my regimen is more so well before and well after work is (laughs) where things come to life. Man, I feel that, dude. Are you kidding me? I feel that. Uh, I... I can't wait for quarantine to end. 
to be really honest. why wait dude these last two months I, it's just been absolutely great for me personally just because i've been able to to get healthier been able to get physically active on a different level like all my dj gigs were canceled yeah gone out the window so granted i lost a ton of like a ton of things um yeah. but it's been great because i've been able to do like a ton of my classwork and all this different kind of stuff but dude man my i can't i can't stay in this house anymore dude i've got to go <laughs> I've, been, I've been one of the people dude i i'm telling you dude i have not left bro outside of church to record a sermon here and there i have not left dude i've been faithful i've been faithful well wait. you're doing your part man you're, you're doing it for the world I can guarantee you I have not infected anyone's grandma or mama, and I take that with pride, bro. So, That's good. Um, but, dude, I can't wait to get out of here. And they just said in L.A. County, three more months, bro. Ooh. Did you hear this? This happened no. five hours ago. Five hours oh, ago. no, that's recent. Three more months, bro. So, man, I can't wait. Dude, my hair is, like, through the roof right now. It's just been it's been a time, what's the, bro. What's the hardest part of being locked locked at home? No space, no privacy, no freedom. Dude, honestly, I mean, it's been great because I get to hang out with my family. And, um, dude, I've been doing all these ministry classes. So I'm taking tons of ministry classes, finishing off my UCLA. I graduate in four weeks. Yeah. So it's been it's been super, super, like, good. I've been spending so much time with God, like, highlighting my Bible, dude. Um, just spending time with Him and just chilling. But, like, bro, I miss hanging out with people. I miss going to Red Robin and getting yeah. unlimited fries. You know, yeah. it's the simple things in life. So here's what I'm doing tomorrow, dude. Hit I'm me. waking up and I'm going golfing. This is the first time I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to go golfing. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> you I mean, golfing is the best sport to play in this kind of environment. Dude, Talk I'm about the worst. Six feet. <laughs> worst. Yeah, six feet. I'm the worst golfer you've ever seen, bro. Oh, gosh. Yeah, dude. Get, up, I hit get the, the anger out. Time. I hit the houses every time, bro. I'm like, oh crap. Yikes. My, uh, yeah, dude. I had a friend, speaking of high school, I had a friend in high school that used to play golf at that Jess, Jess Ranch course. Yeah. He said one time he hit a house and he felt bad, so he went to the front and said, he's like, excuse me, I think I hit your house. I'm sorry. And they were like, what's your name? And he said, uh, Lamar Odom. And then he ran away. <laughs> he was in like eighth grade. I was like, why did you go to the house? Yeah, dude, and why Lamar there. Odom? I know, dude. Throw Lamar. Poor Lamar. He's getting sued, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a lawsuit right he got now. Thrown under the bus. <laughs> Yikes. Well, dude, I we want to finish. We want to finish here soon. I feel like we've reached. Uh, we've reached the hour according to my time. So I wanted. Um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, respect respect you, uh, and not go two hours like last time. But here's the thing. Hit me. I got two more. Two more encouragements for you to read off that I want you to hear and I want you to respond to. These are the funny ones, okay? All right, fantastic. And then we'll finish it off with one last question and then uh, we'll sign art to the next time that I get to I get to come on your show, bro. Love it. Dude, you're a fantastic host. You're great. Thank you. Thank but I you. knew you would be. I knew you would be. <laughs> well, I hope so, dude. I talk, I'm about to be talking for a living, so I would hope that I could talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> dude I, you just make it so much fun bro you're the best part of the show all right here oh. we go uh we're gonna start with isaac isaac peeper bro he oh said, shoot 
He said this. I said, bro, what's your favorite memory of, of Nick? And so you played basketball and baseball with this. And so mm-hmm. he said, dude, the one time we were in the huddle at home plate during baseball practice, and he beatboxed for me while I rapped. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> you remember that one? So he, he uh, dude, you know Isaac Pieper. He didn't stop there. He's got more. He said, Nick shouted me out during a pep rally for the baseball team in the gym and called me Liquid Ice. My Instagram yeah. name is now Liquid Ice. So you're the That's one that started awesome. it, dude. He oh, goes shoot. by Liquid Ice, bro. I know. Dude, that's incredible. That's awesome. I love and then, that. And then he said, I also loved it when this dude used to yell Carol. Carol? <laughs> yeah, he said you yelled Carol all the time, dude. Oh, maybe Cassie. I would yell no, Cassie. So, that's what he says. so later he goes, he texts me like literally the next day. And he goes, hey, man, sorry. It was Kathy, not Carol. I started oh, shoot. Dying, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. Dying, dude. Oh, so then he gave us one more. He said, um, I almost flew over this dude's back during a basketball game, and he was there to make sure I didn't flip. He also wore a mullet wig with Jed during the varsity versus staff game, which was funny as heck. I love that guy. So, oh, wow, that's awesome. He's got a lot of that was hilarious. Too, that's good. He tagged yeah. me in a Birdman uh, picture the other day, said I was the old Birdman. Which guy? That guy has tattoo sleeves. It's hilarious. I loved it. Dude, Birdman was one of my favorite players, bro. I'm a huge Miami Heat fan. I loved Birdman too. That's why I always used to wear those fake tattoo sleeves. I thought it was funny. Hilarious, bro. All right. So then we're gonna move on to your boy Jed, bro. Oh shoot, Jedediah. No, no. I'm just gonna warn you for this. All right. He said. He said, "Does it have to be appropriate?" And I told him, "No. We're on the Nicholas Natali (laughs) show, bro." It doesn't have to be appropriate. Are you kidding me? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, uh, so you just be ready. All right. It's oh. not that bad. It's not that bad. But <laughs> said, my favorite memory was when we were in eighth grade science class. Do you remember Oh, this? no. Anything <laughs> we... from eighth grade science class is already, like, cut it, you know? <laughs> and he said, we just finished the final. The teacher said we could bring in a desk pillow with a strap. And that it was supposed to go around the headrest, so he brought this in. He brought this in, apparently. Jed did. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, when I pulled it out of my backpack, while it was dead silent after the final, Nick yelled, oh, shoot, it's a strap-on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember that. I remember it vividly. And I also remember everybody laughing, and I didn't know why. I didn't even get that joke till I was, like, 20. So You were in eighth grade, bro. How could you? You hadn't learned I, that part yet. Exactly. Why is Jed laughing? That's what I want to know. Eighth grade Jed's got some explaining to do, dude. We got to talk to his parents, bro. What the heck? <laughs> Mike, you listening to this? Come on. What the heck, Mike? Uh, but then he goes on, and he says, on a serious note, because I asked him, what, what's your favorite part about him? And he said he's one of the most genuine guys I know. He makes anyone feel comfortable around him and doesn't care what people thinks think. He is so rare, but my favorite part about him is that he's ripped. So there you go. That's from oh, Jed, baby. There you go. I'll take that. <laughs> I'm glad he's remembering the smoking bot I used to show him. That's good. <laughs> That's so good, dude. Well, hey, man, um, happy birthday, bro. I hope that that encourages you. I hope people got some laughs from that. But, uh... Dude, I want to ask you, I just want to end, um, end with this, and then, man, you have 
done so much, bro. So, so, so much. Um, just creatively, creative-wise. And so over this next year, or five years, or ten years, what do you hope is in store for Nick Natale? Man, the biggest thing I could hope for is full autonomy of my life that yeah. lets me have the freedom to help anybody I want at any time. Like, being tied down to a job for 40 hours a week when I could be helping somebody else for 40 hours a week is kind of it's counterintuitive to me. So I'm yeah. hoping by the end of this next decade I'm fully free of time constraints, financial constraints, and I'm able to do pretty much whatever, whenever. But it's a tough task. That's it, man. That's it. That's incredible. And I think if anybody can do it, it's you, man. So, I appreciate hey, that. We love you, bro. Congratulations on the Nicholas Natalie podcast. Uh, it is going so well. Um, I was looking at some of the reviews. Great reviews. Everybody loves it. You're fun. You're fun to listen to. It's just an incredible, incredible thing, and it's spreading a lot of joy, a lot of knowledge, and just good work, man. Thank you, Trev. I appreciate you coming in here and bringing the heat, man. I love that. You did. Dude. You brought the. You brought the whole freaking <laughs> castle, bro. Not even just the moat. You brought the whole thing. Bro, I wanted to make you feel special, man. You did. I, can't be I definitely playing, feel bro. special. This I is feel, the NN show. Yeah, I feel really. I feel really encouraged, and that's the work you put into this means a lot. So appreciate that. So pumped, dude. Thanks for having me on. Hey, do you wanna you wanna take us off, bro? Dude, this is your show. This is your episode, man. You I didn't, take I us didn't, off. I didn't practice how to conclude. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> do you want to take, take us off? No, I don't, man. This is all you. Wait. Well, hey, all right. Fun. Uh, well, hey, from uh, from all of us at the Nicholas Natalie show, this has been such a great time. Thank you for <laughs> for listening. From all of us, like, what am I talking about? Thank you for listening. We care so much about you. Here's the thing. I want you to go in, and for Nick's birthday, I want you to go in and buy a Burb sweater, okay? Help support this man. Buy his Burb sweater. I'm going to Venmo him some uh, some money right now for his, his win. But from all of us at the Nick Natale Show, can you tell I didn't practice this? From all of us at the Nick <laughs> Natale Show, thank you so much. Uh, we love you uh, from wherever, wherever you're at. May God bless you, make his face shine upon you. Love you so much. Okay. Okay. Love you. We're Bye. <laughs> Boop. Dope. Recording is done. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you had a great time. If you did, share it with somebody and leave a five-star review so you can be the reviewer of the week. We definitely appreciate it. Next week on the podcast. We post this podcast every Friday at 6 a.m., baby. Show up, listen, hang out with us. Next week is Emma J. She's a singer and an actress. She's been in Spring Breakers, Barely Lethal. She just released two hit singles this year, Dumb and Overtime, that are absolute slappers. Her IMDb is longer than a Roman King's scroll. So please show up, and I will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>